Well, welcome to our next episode of my Community Coronavirus Information Podcast. These episodes are meant to provide some of the latest information and practical advice for local people and throw a spotlight on some of the great things that are happening in our community during these difficult times. They're being recorded remotely so that we can ensure that everybody is kept safe and putting out information in as quick a, a real time as possible. The episodes will be available on my podcast, Jack Rearson Radio, and you can listen to them in the usual places, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts. Today I'm joined by some people from Strathmore College who are going to tell us a bit more about uh, some of the difficulties and challenges that they've been facing. So firstly, would you like to just tell us a bit about the challenges that uh, Strathmore College has been uh, coping with and how you've been helping uh, your learners through this challenging time? Over the last few uh, months, like everybody, life has changed significantly for the learners uh, that come to Strathmore. And we've also got young people that reside with us. And it's been about maintaining as much as possible some level of normality through a period of extreme change that's brought on lots of anxieties for young people and trying to understand what coronavirus is, think why they can't go on to work, carry on going to work, why they can't see people, why they've got to keep six foot plus away from people. That has been a challenge to make sure that they're coping and understanding the best that they can. No, I'm sure it's been very challenging for many of your students and obviously the coronavirus hit pretty suddenly as well. So I imagine it caught, caught a lot of people by surprise and how have you been really trying to operate to support your students to cope through this? Um, the colleges stayed open um, throughout and uh, we even supported learners through non-term time through Easter and half term and that was people that wanted we felt that needed that additional support through this that college was going to be there and as a meaningful place for them during this period other young people, it was felt that they were okay at home and they've had uh, well-being support, continued with therapy if that was required and also education through distance learning. So whilst they've been continuing to learn at a pace, um, it would never match what has been taken away. No, I'm sure, sure that's absolutely right and you know, certainly We've all been trying to cope with remote learning and um, I've been doing lots of remote meetings like this. As, as you say, it's not um, easy to, to, to match and replace um, that direct face-to-face -face, uh, contact. And certainly I think, uh, I know you've been doing everything you can to support people remotely, but it never replaces, as you say, the physical contact and being with friends. Yeah. Have you struggled with placements for your students as well during this time? Because obviously a lot of businesses are closed usually you have students placed with many of those how have you been able to to deal with that that is the biggest worry really that's the biggest concern about thinking of young people that were on supported internships that were going through a program of skills and learning how to be in a workplace and then it was stopped and the biggest concern is where well young people with a learning disability will they get their opportunities because there's so many people not in employment, employment's threatened. So we're really, really worried about that. 
we are now we've just got information that supported internships can continue next year for a period which is great uh, the timing um, whether it's going to be as successful we'll wait and see but we might have to find different employers uh, at a time when employers are just trying to get re-established with their business and then we're going to be saying what about our learners so we've always appreciated the sensitivity there and the need to understand that in a better way but we are really concerned about that well i totally agree with you that and i'd certainly put a call out there for all of our local employers to support uh, strathmore college and support um, these young people people who have got uh, learning difficulties to support them with uh, placements because i think it is absolutely vital that i think work. it's people in that young people will be able to pick up somewhere where they've left off. But we're pleased now that education is going to support that extension, which is a, a real big plus for young people's lives. So in terms of some of the challenges that you have faced, um, particularly about implementing the social distancing and trying to keep students apart, how, how have you been able to, to, to cope with that? Because of the way we have our individual units and different spaces, um, we've been able to utilise that, maximise that. What, we, what, what we've done is take an individual approach to how we bring young people back in and how we support. With regards to the social distancing bit, that is a little bit tricky. <laughs> and we have to be very mindful of that and enabling learners to understand what that space is all about without feeling um, threatened or very anxious about it. So we're trying to take it as relaxed as possible whilst we're with the learners, but trying to reinforce that with them. Anthony, maybe you could shed a bit of light on, obviously many families and parents will be feeling maybe a bit nervous about their children coming into to, to college and things like that. How can we reassure parents, their child, their young person are safe to come in into the college? I think there needs to be clarity of thought and clarity of what's said so that if people can stay within a meter of one another that can be justified by but there's still a risk to it so if people know something about the risk and know something about the reality that helps and if people are actually informed on a regular basis and what's being said is the same from each person and that, that for me is very important. So there's that clarity. If there's uncertainty, then people just will not step forward. They will step back. But I'd just like to back up what Kate said in as much as that, how do we ensure and enable learners actually to get some, some placement work experience, whether it's a supported internship or eventually some work. Mm -hmm. But then there's, a, there's another side to that as well. You know, the staff have been energized by this outward looking um, way in which the college has worked over the last three, four, five, ten years, whatever, uh, initiated by Kate primarily. And you know, that gives the staff something to really look for. What can be put in its place if the learners don't actually find these opportunities? Because the staff live alongside these learners and, and they, they're aspirational for them. So how do we actually find ourselves being able to say, our learners, find themselves in supported internships. Sadly, I take a slightly stronger view than Kate expressed, or I put it in stronger terms, in as much as that those who are more disadvantaged tend to remain more disadvantaged because of their learning difficulties or their disabilities. And somehow we have to overcome that, we really do. Because these 
young people from what we've experienced just bring something very special to the workplace. And it's wonderful to see people learning from people who are disabled or, or having learning difficulties. And they're inspirational to the staff on the workplace, in the workplace. No, absolutely. And I think, as you say, they absolutely do bring something completely different that um, nobody else can bring to, to a workplace. And I think, you know, it is, as you say, very special to have um, those opportunities for those young people in uh, businesses and companies up and down Stoke-on-Trent and Staffordshire. And I think, uh, as you say, we need to see more of our local businesses supporting you through that. You mentioned about uh, the staff and obviously your teachers and staff are will be a top priority for you. And what measures are you putting in place to make sure that they are kept safe as well? Everybody follows social distancing, uh, PPE. Uh, we've got good stocks of PPE. Uh, I think that's reassuring that people know that that is in supply because if you look at the press, everybody gets worried then that that isn't there. But I can say that we've got enough PPE and um, it's about well-being of staff. It's about well-being of everybody, really, um, because it's changed our lives so much and the anxiety is still there. And it's how we balance that anxiety off so staff can be working okay with young people. So wellbeing support is offered regular contact with managers, regular contact with each other, time to talk about how they feel. Where there's opportunity, uh, we're still working at home. So if it's not direct contact with staff, uh, students, sorry, it is um, they do work at doing admin at home which maximizes space and staff can see those things have changed for them. We're also working in little bubbles. We've got our own little social bubbles, learning bubbles going on. Uh, so we're not crossing staff over. We're trying to limit that happening. Very good. Maybe both of you could just go into a bit now of how you think um, things will move forward, what the new world is going to look like and how the college is going to, to operate in that. We're reviewing our curriculum activities, our curriculum focus for September, making sure um, that things are meaningful for learners, that they have got as many opportunities as we can deliver safely, continuing to build those links with employers. We, we are asking those questions. We're trying to build new links with employers. And as I know there's some good activity going on in Stoke with regards to that. So I think a lot of energy still is going into that area so people can have those outcomes. Anthony, what's your thoughts on how the college is going to cope and what things it's going to do moving, moving forward? I feel that one of the things learners need to have are experiences. And I think also one of the things that we're going to need to look at is how there's a holistic approach to this within the college. So staff, learners, parents, wider community. And, and how those links are kept. And that's going to be important because when, when learners have an opportunity of going to a potential job, that actually supports the parents themselves or the carers. And how is that maintained? So it's, it's a holistic approach, understanding, which I think we need to look at. Case mentioned a bubble. I wouldn't want Strathmore itself to become a bubble, nor any other. We have to have that opportunity of being outside and how we do that looking forward. No, I think that's absolutely right. And do either of you have any messages for your teachers, staff, young people and their parents and the community as we begin to move through this recovery process? 
the message to the staff it's business as usual <laughs> and we will still um have those beliefs we will be still strong in our um aspirations for learners and continue to build those partnerships that are very important we might do it slightly differently and a little bit more with safety in mind but we are not going to change anything learners deserve the best and we will work really hard with parents making sure they feel okay to get those outcomes that they deserve i think there's within what kate's saying there's how you manage change and change which has come about so radically and so dramatically and how that that is then um taken in a positive light and that in this case says things are going, going to go on as before but what was normal then how do we understand the normalcy or the normalcies which are going to actually follow and so i think it's important that that a trust evolves a new understanding of education new understanding of linking with people a new understanding of how we support within the community because i do think there is a real opportunity within this coronavirus from what we've experienced recognizing who are key workers these days and who are inspirational and i think one of the things that I would hope is that the inspiration which is given to the learners and the staff can be perpetuated and I'm sure will be in the future, but within new circumstances and how the wider community learn and appreciate these changes. Hey, Sanansi, thank you so much both for appearing as part of this podcast today. It's fantastic work and you do absolutely amazing work. I know it at Strathmore College and I absolutely want to continue to support you in any way I can. Uh, to, to continue that work. So thank you so much. Uh, and I hope that um, we can meet up at some point in, in the near future and I'll be able to come and see again some of the work that you, you are doing. Jack, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.